faithful and loyal viewers, readers, and listeners. Welcome to another segment of Verse of the Day. Today's verse comes from 1 Corinthians 16, 13-14, and it says, Be alert, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. So Paul finishes his letter to the Corinthian church, urging them to remain strong in their faith and to be alert. But what were they to be alert for? And what were they to be alert for? You have to be alert for the schemes of the devil, because his ultimate aim for those who are believers is not to take us out of God's hand. Because he can't take us out of God's hand, remember that. But rather it is to warp our minds and our hearts, so that we are unwilling and unable to fulfill the purpose and the calling that God has for our lives. How do we keep alert and defeat the scheme of the devil? And the answer to that can be found in First Peter, where Peter tells us this. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your cares on him, because he cares for you, or cares about you. Be sober-minded, be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is a prow- is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for any one he can devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith, uh, knowing that the same kind of sufferings are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered for a little while. That's First Peter 5, 6-10. So Peter here tells us exactly what we have to do, not only to be alert to the scheme of the devil, to resist those schemes. <laughs> the first thing he tells us is that we need to humble ourselves before God, which very simply means that we need to recognize our need for God's grace and mercy. He then tells us we must resist the devil, which means we must choose to fight against the temptations that the devil is going to throw our way to include fleeing from anything that is harmful to our spiritual maturity. The last thing he tells us we must do is to be firm in our faith. Be firm in our faith. Which means we must put our hope and trust in the message we received about Jesus on the day we said yes to him. And it means we must find strength those who have gone before us on this faith journey. The writer of Hebrews concludes his list of all of the people of faith that he knew about in this way. And therefore, since we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the source and perfecter of our faith. For the joy that lay 
before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. So fixing your eyes on Jesus is the only way you can ever be alert to and able to resist the schemes of the devil. If you have never truly placed your faith and trust in Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, then you will never be able to be alert to and resist the schemes of the devil. And then I urge you to pray this simple prayer if you have yet to place your faith and trust in Jesus. Dear God, I know that my sin has separated me from you. Thank you that Jesus Christ died in my place. I ask Jesus to forgive my sin and come into my life. Please begin to direct my life. Thank you for giving me eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. So that concludes our verse of the day segment. Now we are going to move on to a new segment. Since yesterday we finished up our spiritual warfare battle plan, now we're going to move on to a segment that is dealing with the Holy Spirit. So before we understand the Holy Spirit, we got to know who the Holy Spirit is. So we're going to look at three passages, no, four passages of Scripture that tell us who the Holy Spirit is. So the first one is Acts 1 8, and it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the, end of the earth. The second one is John 14 15 through 17. It says, If you love me, you will keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him. But you know him because he remains with you and will be in you. The third is John 14, 25-26. It says, I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you. The Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. And the last one is John 16, 12-15. It says, I still have many things to tell you, but you can't bear them now. When the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. For He will not speak on His own, but He will speak whatever He hears. He will also declare to you what is to come. He will glorify Me, because He will take from what is Mine and declare it to you. Everything the Father has is Mine. This is why I told you that He takes from what is Mine and will declare it to you. Now, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, equal in power and glory with the Father and the Son. If you ever feel alone, like God is a long way from you and doesn't notice what you're going through, well, the truth is, He does. When Jesus ascended into heaven after His resurrection, He didn't leave His followers or us all alone. He sent His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to come live in our hearts and in our midst. And Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would never leave us. He's always there, always accessible, always giving us access to the loving, saving, healing, powerful presence of God. So the Bible tells us this about the Holy Spirit. He is God, the person of the Trinity. He is the Spirit of Jesus, whom Jesus sent me, ascended into heaven. He is always with us. He gives us salvation and sanctification. He gives us power.
gives us strength to beat Jesus as the witnesses in the world. Let's spend some time reading and reflecting upon what the Nicene Creed below says about the Holy Spirit. What the Nicene Creed says about the Holy Spirit. If you don't know where to find it, if you don't have a copy of it, just Google it. You'll find it. And here's what it says. If you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, he proceeds from the Father and the Son, and with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified and spoke through the prophets. So spend some time today praying and asking God to fill you more and more with the Holy Spirit.